Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 1st of May. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Citizens have begun to evacuate the Azovstal steelworks in Mariupol. There's a network of tunnels and bunkers beneath the plant which has protected them from Russian bombardment. And the UK government once again finds itself draped in scandal. I was surprised that the whip wasn't suspended on Tuesday night when those allegations first came to light. The Times Daily World Briefing. We start in the besieged port city of Mariupol in Ukraine, where a group of civilians have left the last part of the city holding out against Russian forces. It's reported around 20 civilians evacuated the Azvostal steelworks, the first lot of people to leave since Vladimir Putin ordered that the vast industrial area be sealed off last week. Around a 1,000 Ukrainian civilians are still trapped inside. The Sun newspaper's defence editor, Jerome Starkey, is in the city of Venistia in west-central Ukraine. We understand about 2,000 soldiers, at least 500 civilians, including women and children, trapped inside that sprawling Avastal steel plant. They, they've managed to cling on in there, partly because there's a network of tunnels and bunkers beneath the plant which has protected them from Russian bombardment. They have been asking for some time for some means of getting out for an evacuation. The Ukrainian government's been uh, urgently trying to create a humanitarian corridor, but that has failed day after day. As missiles rain down on parts of the country this weekend, Russia is believed to be stepping up its offensive in eastern Ukraine. One strike alone destroyed the runway at the main airport in the strategic Black Sea port of Odessa. Moscow has failed to capture the capital Kyiv in the nine-week assault that has flattened cities, killed thousands of civilians and forced more than five million to flee abroad. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky revealed he and his family came close to being captured or killed by Russia. In an interview with Time magazine, Zelensky said that special forces sent by Moscow made two attempts to storm the presidential compound on the first day of the conflict. Cormac Smith is a former strategic communications advisor to Ukraine to the Ukraine Foreign Ministry. He told Times Radio that Russia is playing by its own rules. This to me indicates that, um, you know, further that Putin and his thugs have simply no respect for international law or norms or, you know, how any sort of a just war, not that this is a just war, but how a war should be carried out with any degree of of, um, civilization. 
With its forces mostly occupying the eastern port of Mariupol and having captured the town of Kherson in the south, with reports of rubles now being used as currency there, the Kremlin has a foothold just north of Ukraine's Crimean Peninsula, which was annexed by Russia in 2014. Now to the UK, where the government has been gripped by yet another scandal. A member of parliament for the leading party, the Conservatives, has resigned after admitting that he watched porn in Parliament, not once, but twice. Neil Parrish, representative of Tiverton and Honiton, said it had been a moment of madness, with the first time being an accident and the second deliberate. In a BBC interview, he admitted to viewing adult material. I'd be surprised that the whip wasn't suspended on Tuesday night when those allegations first came to light. But just hours before this, Parrish had condemned the allegations and was calling for an inquiry into himself. Only yesterday, he was waiting for the conclusion of a standards report before deciding to resign. At least 56 MPs are currently being investigated for alleged sexual misconduct. Dr. David Bull is a former Brexit Party MEP. I keep thinking, are we actually attracting the right people into politics? And I think if you talk to the public, most people will say no. On the way, the Ellen DeGeneres show films its last episode and how artwork is challenging India's male-dominated society. The Times Daily World Briefing. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Look at the bottom of it. Oh, it's debris. A powerful tornado has torn through the Wichita area of Kansas, destroying almost 1,000 buildings, injuring several residents, and leaving thousands without power. Footage shows cars crumpled into buildings and homes without roofs after the twister began in Sedgwick County before travelling into Andover, flattening dozens of structures on its way. The National Weather Service has issued severe thunderstorm warnings for Midwest states, including Kansas, Iowa, Missouri and Nebraska. At a press conference on Saturday, officials said there have been no deaths, despite the extent of the damage to buildings and cars. Kansas is in the heart of so-called Tornado Alley and is one of the most active regions in the world tornado-wise, according to the NWS. Mid to late April through to mid-June historically has the highest tornado frequency. It's deja vu in Ottawa as hundreds gathered in the Canadian capital protesting government overreach. Earlier this year, truck drivers gathered for a freedom convoy protesting COVID-19 restrictions at first, before the protests and blockades became more about the Liberal government in general. Now, motorcyclists are gathered for a parade through the city, but this time protesting broadly against government overreach. Organizers have called it the Rolling Thunder Ottawa, claiming it was in support of freedom and military veterans. Local media, however, say several of the participants were in Ottawa during the previous protests as well. So far, the action has been peaceful, unlike the Freedom Convoy, where truckers' movements paralyzed the capital for more than three weeks. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Carlo Ancelotti has made football history. With the story, here's Kane Reeves. Carlo Ancelotti made football history on Saturday as the Italian became the first manager to win the league title in all five of Europe's top domestic leagues. The 62-year-old saw his Real Madrid team beat Espanyol 4-0 at the Bernabeu to win La Liga with four games to spare. 
Ancelotti's first league title came in Italy with AC Milan when he guided them to the Serie A crown in 2004. The Premier League with Chelsea followed in 2010 before going on to win League 1 with PSG and then the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich. Ancelotti has now won 22 major honours as a manager, including the Champions League, on three occasions. Saturday's victory for Real Madrid secured their 35th La Liga title. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. It's been on the air for 19 years and was considered groundbreaking, but now Ellen DeGeneres has filmed the very last episode of her talk show. Reflecting on how much the world has changed since she shot her first episode back in 2003, DeGeneres thanked her fans for all the support. The show is ending after being engulfed in scandal in 2020 after allegations of a toxic work environment on set. It then went off air for a period before returning a few months after the scandal, with Ellen saying she'd made the necessary changes to start a new chapter. The following May, she announced the show would be coming to an end with the final episode of The Ellen Show airing on May 26th. And finally... A mural of bright colors representing a scene of equality and trans rights has been seen as a turning point in India's capital. The artwork in Delhi stands at the entrance of the Indian Art Fair and makes a statement designed to challenge India's male-dominated society as it reads, The future is femme. Aravani Art Collective, the artists behind the work, have never showcased in a major gallery. They are India's only trans art collective, encompassing about 40 trans people, who paint murals and artworks across public spaces to spread their message of empowerment and unity for the trans community. The country's largest art event, showcasing Indian artists and galleries, opens after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday, the 1st of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.